0: Have you ever wondered why some annoying illness or trouble swooped in just after a spiritual victory? That's exactly what I was wondering after I returned from an amazing conference and got immediately hit with COVID-19. Well, we don't always get the answers to our why. This time I kind of felt like I did. And it's all coming up on this episode of Storming the Gates, a podcast that celebrates prayer. And I'm your host, Joni Scott. Hello, and welcome back to Storming the Gates, and I am your host, Joni Scott. I am saying welcome back as much for myself as for you, because I took a long sabbatical, shall we call it, after completing the deep dive into the Book of Esther. If you hadn't had a chance to go through the Book of Esther, I hope you do soon. It is going to encourage you, even in the most impossible of impossible circumstances. I'm going to put a link to the intro in my show notes, and the entire series on Esther can be found on the webpage, stormingthegates.net. And while you're there, you can sign up for the newsletter. Yep, it's a new feature. I am working on it, where I am going to be providing lesson plans and studies to go along with the podcast. Woohoo! So sign up now to receive prayer tips, stories, studies directly to your inbox as well as keeping up to date. We'll let you know whenever a new episode of Storming the Gates is published. So, yes, yes, indeed. After a year of the entire world avoiding COVID like the plague, I mean, it is a plague and worthy of avoidance. But that icky little green spiked ball of a virus apparently found me a few weeks back. If you have been a regular listener of Storming the Gates, you may remember I shared how I asked God to pay half of my way if he wanted me to attend a certain conference. Well, I was thinking and praying about going, and to my amazement, two days later, without telling anyone about that prayer, I received three checks in the mail that represented half my entire way. Plain fare, half the hotel, half the food, and half the suggested donation for the conference. Just got to tell you, following God is a lot of fun and an adventure. Well, the conference was absolutely fantastic. It was one of the best times I ever had. I just got away and was dwelling with the Lord. Man, I was walking on clouds as I returned home, and I was just so full of things I wanted to meditate and think about and reread my notes. But the very next day, I had a cough, and then I had a fever and then, sure enough, both my husband and I tested positive for COVID. I mean, I was not doing too bad overall, though I admit I really missed tasting coffee. But my husband was doing poorly. He ran a fever for 14 days straight. Thankfully, through much prayer my own, and many of the people who know him in our church, and the help of medication. He avoided a hospital stay, and he's almost fully recovered. But one of the saddest things for me was that I came home from Texas, where that's where the conference was, and I was so full of the spirit, so excited to begin living in the truce I gained there, but instead I was listless and aching, and reading was just... Too hard, right? You ever been sick? You just, you can't even read. I couldn't review my notes and I couldn't go see friends to share my experiences with. Even when I recovered, now I was concerned and I was caring daily for my husband, Charlie. I did wonder if everything I gained in Texas would be counted loss because it would soon be forgotten or no longer as clear after all those days of sickness. Well, on the morning of the 14th day spent dealing with all of that, I woke up to a message that was pouring out of my iPhone. Apparently, I'd fallen asleep listening to something on YouTube. And as YouTube is wont to do, if you don't hit the toggle switch, it just keeps moving on to the next thing. Well, I woke up listening to Preacher Perry Stone saying, Satan does not attack your victory because you already won. You have the victory, but he attacks to keep you from where you are going. Whoa, that made my sleepy eyes open and my ears perk up. I did feel like I'd achieved a spiritual victory at the conference. I had laid a hold of God in new ways. And then I was stopped from moving into the new spiritual ground as the virus hit me like a door slamming in my face. Pastor Perry went on to explain specific points he gleaned as he studied the shipwreck in Acts 27-28. through 28. And one thing I noted right away, that shipwreck took 14 days. 14 days, Paul was in a terrible storm when he knew he was meant to go to Rome. Additionally, in Acts twenty-seven twenty, we see that there had been no sunlight for 14 days. Pastor Perry compared that to the times we are seeking God for a solution, a word, a clear direction, but instead it's dark. Well, I related to that because for 14 days, I'd been pouring my heart out to God for my husband's health. I kept opening the Bible, hoping for that special verse or that word to leap out and fill my heart with fresh confidence in God's healing power. But there'd been nothing. In fact, it seemed I only read negative and frightening things. But now, as I was laying in bed listening to the teaching, a renewed sense of hope stirred in me. I just sort of knew in my knower that God was causing me to hear that message that 14th morning because the sun was about to break through. Well, sure enough, for the first time in that long and dark two weeks, Charlie's temperature was normal. The fever finally passed through just like spring rain. That was the beginning of his recovery, and it's moved swiftly overall. He's about to go back to work. It was also interesting because almost the entire 14 days that we were sick, the weather in our city was dismal and dark. It rained at least half of the time, and there was even some snow mixed in just to make sure we knew it was miserable. Well, that day, the 14th day after listening to Perry Stone, the sun Physically shone, broke through those dark clouds. Yet, in that so called miserable time, I had not been completely in the dark. The long, quiet time at home drew me close to the Lord. Do you know what I'm talking about? I spent many hours just quietly thinking and praying and waiting on the Lord. Do you know what's in the miserable weather? That's when we snuggle with the Savior and cling tenaciously to Him. When I spent time calling out to God and dedicated myself to deeper prayer for healing, I did see changes in Charlie's health. There was a time he had really low oxygen levels, like we need to go to the hospital low. But I took some time to pray, pray. And after that time in prayer, it leapt up 10 percentage points, like super healthy, the best it was the whole time of those 14 days. And to be honest, I came out of those two weeks with fresh faith and fresh vision that spending time looking to God made me more certain than ever of what God is calling me to do. It's no longer an ambiguous and vague thing. It's taken shape and filled me with a new purpose. I'm not going to get into what all that is. I just want you to know that that time, that dark time in the storm transformed me as I Hid away with God. Well, after hearing Perry Stone, that reminded me of another dark time and another storm I went through. When I was newly married to Charlie, I was struggling with a lot of different things because I'd been through a difficult and painful divorce and most of the problems I brought on myself. So, what I want to do right now is read you these words that I penned back then in 2007 in my journal the day after Christmas. Actually, I wrote this December 26, 2007. And here's what I wrote. I read Acts 27 today. It was rich and wonderful, albeit sad as well. A number of important things came to me as I read and meditated on it. I disobeyed God's voice and risked the lives of my family and all I held dear on this earth. Like the centurion, I heard Paul's words and warning but stubbornly went my own way. This resulted in an inevitable shipwreck. No matter how they tried to spare the ship, it was destined to be destroyed, and it was. But Paul also was destined for a purpose. You must be brought before Caesar, an angel told him. A disobedient captain could not thwart God's plans. And my entire family, including me, still have a purpose here. The angel told Paul, God has indeed granted you all those who sail with you. Originally, Paul had said there would be great loss of life. But after Paul had a long abstinence from food, 14 days to be exact, I just want to point out, God promises him the lives of all the people. And there were 276 of them. It seems God was saying to me, You have humbled yourself and fasted, so I will save your children, who in normal circumstances would be lost in such a terrible shipwreck, meaning, of course, the divorce. Well, there is more to that journal entry, but I'm going to leave it there for now. Back in 2007, when I read Acts 27, I was actually feeling led to do a 14-day fast. But 14 days seemed like an odd and unscriptural amount of time. And I know that sounds silly, but that's how my brain works. I wondered if there even was a 14-day fast. I mean, most fasts are 3, 7, 21, 40 days. Am I right? But upon reading about the imposed 14-day fast in Acts 27, I was certain I was to do a 14-day fast. And my husband Charlie fasted with me. We prayed and fasted for the spiritual health and well-being of everyone affected by the divorce that had created such a tremendous shipwreck in people's lives. Well, we did complete that fast, and it was not just for praying, but it was also time of repentance for me. And I believe, as I look around me today, that each person affected has landed on the shore, even though they had to ride various pieces of wreckage, you know, uh, through the water to get there. So back to today. Hearing Perry Stone speak on Acts 27 and 28 and Paul's shipwreck reminded me afresh of that season in my life. It was as dark and deep as COVID, but much more sinister as it threatened to take us all down. Yet in the end, we did survive. Eventually, everyone washed up safely on shore and found new life and hope on various ships. I want to encourage your heart today. If you are in a storm, Satan may be doing all he can to keep you from your purpose and your destiny, but you have a place to go. You have people to see. So use the time of the storm. Use that darkness and rain to hide away with Jesus. Trust him. Trust that he is for you, even when it might not feel like he is. And... Be sure to grab your Bible and read Acts chapter 27, 28. So I'm going to attach a link to Perry Stone's message below. And I encourage you to listen to that as well. But until then, ride those waves with joy. Let me pray for you right now. Lord, I pray for the storms. We've come out of storms. We're going into storms. or we're in a storm right now. But Lord, you are with us in the storms that they need to come. There's watering that needs done in the earth of our hearts and minds and souls. And I pray that that storm will leave us refreshed, that it will leave us with new growth, that it will leave us with the sun shining and warming our hearts and souls once again. Lord, anyone who is suffering right now, I ask that you will cause light to clear a way for them to hear a clear word from you that tells them, do not be afraid. I am with you. I am with you. God is with you. Amen. Hey, you can connect with me on Instagram. I'll put the link below. I'm trying to put daily doses of encouragement for your journey in prayer there. You can also email me at uh, joni at stormingthegates.net. Until then, God bless you. You're going to get through this. Yes, you will. God is with you.